You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I am your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us on the podcast today. And uh, it's going to be a good one, but before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. You got to hit us up on all those social media outlets. You know the ones I'm talking about. We're talking about, uh, you can go check us out at neversleepsnetwork.com. Go right there. You can find out who, where, where, and what is going on with us, and you can find our episodes there also we are on facebook backslash talking wrestling um go there and you'll see where the episodes are put up and then you'll have the link to click every week very simple of course if you subscribe to us uh on uh, itunes rate review subscribe give us a favorable review five stars we'll mention you on the show i think that's a good deal uh let's pipe up those uh subscriber numbers let's get them up there We'd love to do that. Also, uh, at TNW Pod on Twitter, as well as at Talking Wrestling Podcast on the Instagram, where we have badges and uh, the weekly uh, bios are up there as well. And uh, you want to send us a Gmail and give us an idea for a show? We're we're open to that. So, uh, Talking Wrestling at gmail.com or uh, slide into our DMs on any of the social medias. Uh, that is it. Those are our social medias. That is where we can be found. And, uh, with me found, I'm, I'm finding right now beside me. This is the first episode we've done in the same room and, yeah. uh, we are distanced from each other. 17 whole feet, 17 whole feet. And, uh, I'm here with Reese Turner, uh, the co-host <laughs> hey! of Talking Wrestling. Reese, how you been? Buddy, I've been fantastic. I've been fantastic. I'm looking forward to the rumble on Sunday. So I'm look, I'm looking forward to talking to this rumble, the greatest rumble of all time. Oh yeah, you know, greatest rumble of all time. You think overall? Yes, I, I think that this did it. As a I, as a kid, I I hated the end. As an adult, I love it. Well, don't spoil the end because no, no, I just a little tease. Because this is going to be great, and folks, we teased this last week. We we were doing our favorite rumble rumble moments last week. And then we got to it this week, and we decided we we're going to watch our favorite Rumble of all time. Uh, and uh, and here we go. We're going to go there right now. It's match time. We are in 1992. We are in Albany, New York. Killing it. We Upstate. are at the Knickerbocker Arena, oh. although it's not called that anymore, but it was at the time. It was. And, uh, and here we go. Hopefully, uh, this picks it up again. Um, we have set this up to 12709. 127.09. The, the idea is you're going to join us on the network right now. Set it up. Get it to 127.09. If you're listening in your car, it'd probably be a good show still. Yeah. But we want you to watch this with us. This is called a watch along. Yeah, the, kid, the, the, the cool kids, the watch along. That's what they said. That's what my nephew said. They said, it, it, you got to do more watch-alongs. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. And then he yeah, took a 
a while to tell me what it was. And then I said, in my day, you know what cooler than watches? Swatches. Swatch along. I was like, one out of swatch along. And, and, and they're like, what? And I was like, Timex. Yeah. And they're like, no. And, and I was we, like, okay. We had to leave. Yeah. So here we go, folks. <laughs> we are set up. We are ready to go. We are trying. We have another mic sort of just at the sound. We originally had the mic coming into the Zoom recorder, but then we realized we could not hear it, or, well, Reese could not hear it, and we need to hear the rumble. Yeah. And you t- you listen to your rumble. Yeah. We'll listen to our rumble, and, we'll and you listen together. to us rumble together. Yeah, like the rumble fish. Like the rumble fishes that swim through the water. Uh, the rocky seas of Albion. You know who could take out Jaws? Albany. The rumble fishes. Oh, the, the pack, a whole pack of rumble fishes. Barracuda, nothing. Doesn't no, even stand a chance. Not even one chance. All right, speaking of chances, let's see the chances of winning the Royal Rumble in 92. And here we go. All right, Reese, are you oh, ready? Man, I miss Howard Finkel. Oh, and Gorilla Monsoon. These are the these are the voices of my childhood. I also miss people in audiences. Oh god, right. The pops you used to get. Oh, I know. I used to have like Coca Cola, Diet Cola, Mountain Dew. Root beer. I'm a root beer guy. I love root beer. Right. Over the Top is a great wrestling movie as well. It has to do with arm wrestling, but it has <laughs> real wrestlers in it as well. Yeah. I'm into that. Made, my, made me wear my hat backwards. That's what you want to do when you want to... You don't... It's like, no fuck around. Get extra torque that way. <laughs> oh, man. This is magic, bro. The purple and the, like, the gold. Yeah, this it's is, this royalty. Is Royal Rumble, yeah. Royalty. Amazing. The Laker Rumble. Oh, my God. There he is. The sweet king of Toronto, Jack Tunney. Look at him. I know. For a furniture salesman, he was... uh, The dignity. That's why I'd buy a Chesterfield. It would be a Chesterfield, too, because that's what he would call it. Yeah. He knew nothing about wrestling. He was just a guy. Yeah. But look at him, though. He, he looks like he knows everything about <laughs> the art of wrestling. Yeah. He's like the Ronald Reagan of the WWE at that time. He had no fucking clue what was going on. He was a puppet, but man. He was a puppet, and they just propped him up. That's amazing. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> First good joke by Bobby Heenan. Heenan. He didn't know crack jokes all night wrong. He's so... he. I don't think we're ever going to have another Bobby the Brain. No, not at all. No. There he is. My beautiful, beefy British boy. The British Bulldog. I love the British Bulldog. I love David Boy Smith. Yeah. I got to meet him one time. Uh, I was introduced to him by his wow. beautiful wife, Diana Hart. Oh, wow. And uh, she called over Dave. She's like, would you like to meet Davey? I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And uh, and then she's like, calls over Davey, and he comes over after uh, going to the washroom, and he was eating chicken wings. And uh, he had wing sauce on his uh, shirt or his lapel. 
And I was like, oh, so fancy. <laughs> so fancy. And if you want to know what kind of bulldog sauce he likes. Yeah, yeah. He likes them hot. He oh, likes them hot. Wow, look at Sensational Sherry. She's a Victorian princess there. I love her. She I is, love her, honestly, too. She was like, I loved her more than uh, Miss Elizabeth. Hot, hot take. But I remember, I was like this, oh, my God, Sensational Sherry is so hot. Yeah, she can handle her own, too. And you know what? Like, the long four season was Sensational Sherry. She was Sherry Martell yeah. and in the AWA, and she was a champion, uh, a great wrestler on her own right. And you wouldn't want to mess with her. There were, she always had the top heels. Like, she had Macho Man. She had DiBiase. And yeah. then their next one would be Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, yeah, exactly. But Shawn Michaels wasn't a made guy like DiBiase and Savage War. So when guys wouldn't sell for Shawn Michaels, she would be like, toss him over the rope, and then she'd put the fucking high heels to them. Like the pointy fucking heel shoes. Like she'd, she'd put the boots to them outside and then throw them back in. She's like, they'll fucking sell for you. Like, yeah, I'd love that. Best. She was the best. Yeah, and she could apparently, uh, she broke in a lot of new talent, apparently. If you know what I'm talking about. And there's, would, no, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with no, that. Uh-uh. I'd take that ride. Man, it's okay. Davey Boy kind of had a sad, like, end there. Now, in this 92, is this, like, pre-crack Davey? I think Davey was uh, probably in and off the drugs. His whole career. I mean, like, look at his hair. That's a, a haircut of a man on drugs. Like, the long braids with the beads at the bottom. He looks like he just got back from a week and a half in Jamaica. Well, he probably did. That's true. And he kept it. <laughs> He's like, they like to put they put it together on the beach. Yeah, they put the hair in my He's, hair. As you know, um, Jamaicans are very popular over in England. They love them. Actually, they are. They, they have a lot of food over there. Oh, and, uh, and Davey Boy... No problem throwing out Ted DiBiase, who was also on the show. Ted DiBiase? He's been on the show. He's uh, and he's a friend of the show. Friend of the show and a fantastic. He is a fantastic human. Guy. From from what I've heard, I've I know a few people now to work with him. There he is. He doesn't even look at DiBiase. Woo! No. Doesn't even like. Oh, there. No. He no, is. No. He's he is forty three years old right now. A fucking god. And he is. And my friends used to like. Tease me about how old he was there. I love him. And look at Mr. Perfect behind him, too, in the fucking tracksuit. Perfect. Just Absolutely perfect. perfect. I love it. I love it. The place is going nuts. This is, yeah, this is Ric Flair. Because they're like, Ric Flair's been saying he's going to win this title. And now they got Flair going in a third. Nobody, nobody's won from third, from third ever. Nobody. And look at look who he's in against too. It's like Davy Boy, Bodybuilder Smith, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers in the history of tag teams. Right there. Yeah. He had not become the Intercontinental Champion yet. No. Nope. But he was clearly on way to be something. One of the bigger stars yeah. in the WWE. Oh, look at that. The power. Oh. The power. Press him. Pre- Two, three, four. Luger don't do that. No, Luger couldn't do that. No. He only works those show muscles. Davy Boy was solid to the core. That's a good that's a good Englishman there. He's just built 
like a house. Now Luger has a connection to Montreal. I don't know if you know this. No. Uh, he used to play for the Montreal uh, Concords, Alouettes, CFL. Oh, wow. He was the uh, youngest player in the CFL at 19 years old. See, he he is a football player. Yeah. 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 And he's from Rochester wow. originally. He lives in Rochester now. Oh, really? I know. Maybe not Rochester. Maybe Buffalo, actually. Okay. My bad. Oh. See, Flair's begging. He, Flair hasn't even been in two minutes. And Classic he's already Flair. on his knees. Classic Flair. He's just buying time. Yep. They're, 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 they Look at And he's... Now, Davy Boy tossed him over, but it's walked like away. And you can't do that. And now we got a nasty boy. Oh, my God. Is this... Uh, Jerry Sags. Yeah. Jerry Sags. The, the the lesser of the two nasty boys. Not quite knobs. No, no, not quite knobs. That should be his nickname. Not quite knobs. He's just sags. <laughs> just, he just sags. How's his pectoral definition? Sags. <laughs> sags. Oh, look at him throwing these little slaps. Yeah. Oh. Now there's a slap. Ooh, that's a flare chop, baby. But to me, like, just in sheer aesthetics, I think Davy Boy and Flair should have been... Just beating the shit out of Sags. Yeah, you know what else I like? I like Sags's uh, shirt. I like to think he goes into those Thursday night painting sessions with all the women that do the same picture, and then he gets all that stuff on his shirt, and then he's like, "Now I got a new shirt for the ring." <laughs> That's amazing. I like to think it's a subtle nod to Jackson Pollock, and he's really secretly a fine art nerd. That's using the punk as a cover. Ooh, how about that? They're both secretly fine art aficionados. I heard Jackson Pollock was a big Nasty Boys fan. Yeah. I heard he doesn't even use his garbage cans for garbage. <laughs> he uses them for hitting raccoons and people he doesn't like. That's that's it. There he goes. Sags is out. Yeah, I love it. He, he begs to, to not, but then he goes, come on. And he goes, no. And... <laughs> which is awesome. I also love that Flair has the tape on his fingers, which is for uh, blading. And uh, there's he's in a rumble. There's no, there's need, no need for cutting himself open in this match. But oh, power slam. he always likes that option. Yeah, just in case. Who we got? There he is. The toughest man in the business, Haku. Haku is one of the Islanders. Not as good as Mike Bossy, but... Better than, better than Pat Lafontaine. <laughs> I, I am a big Haku fan. King Tonga. Yeah, he's amazing. Look at him. He just looks like he'd be tough as hell too. His head is like, like one of the Easter Island heads. It's well, the same he's, shape. He's one of the toughest guys in the in wrestling. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Like, he's been known to scoop out an eye or two in yeah. a bar fight. Yeah, that was his move. He just scoop out the Walk eye. Out. <laughs> Classic Flair takes advantage of the back. No, no, it's kidding. Yeah, Flair throws a couple punches. He's like, okay. He's out. He powders out of the ring. Beautiful. Out under the bottom rope. What was the rumble where the guy hit under the ring after? He powdered out and then he hit under the ring. Who was that? Fuck, I can't remember, but I remember that distinctly. He tried to hide under the ring. And then they just dragged him out, threw him in, and then threw him out. Hornswoggle? <laughs> Gilbert? No, but Hornswoggle has done that before. Look Jimmy, at Rickles over here. Jimmy Hart? 
That's a Jimmy Hart move. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I'm going to start calling Ric Flair Rickles from now on. He's Rickles? The, an elder statesman that I respect undyingly. Like, he's the best. I love also Ric Flair would always wear knee pads, but he always they would always end up below his knees, so he never even used them properly. <laughs> They're more like shin guards, if anything. Oh, They're, wow. Super kick right to the cheek. Now Tonga is one. Not only was he uh, was brutal, but he was also strong. Like at one point, he slammed Andre the Giant, or maybe Bing John Stud. I remember he used to carry Andre the Giant in the Colossal Connection. So, you know, he was a good tag team wrestler. Oh, there. he's gone. Haku. Haku is gone. Who do we got? Davy Boy oh, Smith. Here he comes. Oh my God. HBK. Now, is this, his first, this is his first appearance as HBK in the Rumble, right? As the Heartbreak Kid. Yes, and he is a bad guy, as yeah. you can tell by the black gloves that he's wearing. Yeah, and the lack of... Lo- yeah. Oh, but look at Rick. Oh. Oh, we got Flair and... Oh, Sean is teeing off on Flair. I love it. As This will be the theme of the Rumble over and over. Oh, Rick, is every wrestler... Super kick. Not too. even not even come close. No. Oh, again. Davey's been in there 20 minutes at this point, I think. He keeps pressing everybody. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I'm impressed. <laughs> there he goes. No. Oh, oh Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Again. Another kick missed by Shawn Michaels. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> He's young. He's young here. Two, two. So so far, we've missed two super kicks on Shawn Michaels. He's played no chin music, and Ric Flair is about to bury him outside right now, oh. and he rakes in the eyes. Bobby's losing his his mind. It's not fair to Flair. No, this is a two on one essentially, with two much younger men. Yes, in better shape. Not only that, two, but these guys are tag guys. They what do they know about singles? He's he's fresh out of the rockers from kicking Marty Jannetty through the fire yeah. shop window. And there goes the barbershop uh, window. Uh, exactly. We're, yeah, uh, like a couple months maybe removed from that, aren't we? Yeah. Cool. Oh, here we go. Yeah, because this is going into WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think that's the first WrestleMania you'll see Sean with Scary Sherry. Yeah. There he goes. No, and, again, no. Sean's demonstrating the ability to really hang on. Yeah. And here comes Tito Santana, speaking of guys hanging on. Tito Santana is in his Matador gimmick, which was the end of his career, and he was hanging on for dear life there. But he's going after Ric Flair like there's nobody's business. Oh, jeepers. He might get him. Uh, He might get him. I love Tito. El Matador. Tito Santana was from uh, Tecula, Mexico. Which does not exist. There's no such Tukula? Yeah, there's no such place. Come on. Yes. There's so many places they could have picked. Yeah, <laughs> he's from Texas. Yeah. He's not he's not Mexican Why at all. Why didn't you just say Texas even? Texas they have Mexicans like, in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he kicked him in the butt. Oh, oh yeah. nice belly to back suplex. That's something we don't see enough either. Get out of there, Sean. 
You know what I saw last night on AEW, watching AEW? I saw uh, the revival. Yeah. I saw them do a, a slingshot power bomb. A slingshot sit down power bomb. Yeah. So he power bombed him off the rope and then turned around and sat to him and sat down power yeah, bomb. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was one of the best moves uh, I've seen Dax in a long Harwood time. and Jungle Boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. What a what a spot. Well, I've always There's Sean uh, taking a the fake swing. Uh and well he's already missed a few kicks. <laughs> He's just as snug on that punch. Yeah, uh, I watched uh when I met Telly Blanchard, I asked him, you know, like, why doesn't anybody use a slingshot suplex anymore? Mm. I said, aside from your daughter who's used it on occasion, I was like, yeah, it's not why? Really why it's not really common. I'm like, does it does it really hurt that much? And uh, and he said, I don't know why it's not more common. Maybe people are just aren't uh, tough enough these days or whatever. So, that means it hurt. so <laughs> I think those ropes hurt. Those oh, yeah. ropes are uh, usually. They're not ropes. They're electric, like they're cable. elevator cable yeah, wrapped in rubber. wrapped in wrapped in plasticky rubber shit. Yeah, sometimes they'll use garden hose as the out. Like when yeah, you see. so fucking like I've been hit with a garden hose. And that sucks. The garden hose filled with wire. Oof. Barbarian, uh, another big man. Uh, he was huge. He, he was, was a big him, he, him and Haku grew up together. Amazing. And uh, where they went to the same high school, and uh, I believe they've both got r- trucks from Dwayne. John, really? From Dwayne Johnson at some uh, some point. He's the Rock giving people trucks. Well, he likes to call himself Dwanta Claus, which is a little pushing it. You're like Dwanta, you're really trying to push that, but he's uh, he's getting it over. If he give me a truck, he can call me whatever. Call him whatever the fuck he wants to be called. I'll call him Daddy. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> daddy the Rock, Daddy. <laughs> the Rock, Daddy. Tito Santana. I remember when he was. Uh, he was a tag team with Rick Martel, right? Yes, the, the Strike Force. Yeah, and then the model happened, mm-hmm. and then Tito was Tito Santana for a bit, and then they're like, "Let's make him a bullfighter." Yeah. That's when every wrestler had to have a job, right? Exactly at that point, yeah. So, you know, uh, the Matador, I thought, was the stupidest thing ever. But when you look at those tights, at least it's something different than what Tito yeah. was wearing previously. He looks pretty cool. It's not like Duke the Dumpster Josie going oh, out there no. and wrestling, like a wrestling in a garbage man costume. Oh, my God. Duke's the Dumpster Josies. Mm. Yeah. Oh, this, now this right here Vaughn. is that, this Carey. is everything to me because these guys swiped the title back and forth in the eighties, and uh, they there's no shortage of history between Flair and the Yellow Flower of Texas, Kerry Von Erich. Yeah, and they go straight for they each go other. straight for each other. There's and you the WWE will not acknowledge this history. Mm-mm. But this is a former AWA champ. <laughs> there he goes. There's, there's the old Rick flop. I loved it. Perfect. I love Kerry Von Eric, man. He's so good. Like, look at he's all this is on yes. one leg. Yeah. Like he's done very good job at covering up his legs, Sean. so you don't know there's a prosthetic in there. Yeah. But this is after his motorcycle accident. At this point, he's probably jacked up on somas. But man. 
He looks so good. Yeah. He's a Superman. Like he had that build. He had the that build. Well, all of us like look at Kevin Von Erich had a build too, but he didn't have the long hair that Carrie had. Yeah, Carrie had it all. Literally all of it. Yeah, he had the big square Superman jaw. Yeah, he was the best looking out of the bunch. Uh, he was, you know, the younger of the of the three. David was the oldest. Kevin then, I mean, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just unfa- unfortunate. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's so sad. Yeah. Such a good episode, though, of Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, my God. Heartbreaking episode. Where he's like, I just wanted to get Carrie one more time and just drive to Alberta, drive to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're driving to Alaska. You got Canadian you got papers to no, get through sh- Canada? We don't talk about that. This is before papers. <laughs> and not only that, it's Kevin Von Eric dri- talking about driving. You can't drive barefoot. <laughs> That's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal, buddy. Oh man, yes, the Rebo Man. What a like. Was it? Was it Barry Darso? Was it? Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. I loved him in Demolition. I loved him in uh, the WCW NWA where he was Crusher Khrushchev. Oh, he yeah. was one of the three Russians. It was him. Nikita Koloff and Ivan Koloff were a triple tag team. Nice, yeah. And they would often go up against the Freebirds, uh, the Freebirds, or yeah. or the Road Warriors and Dusty, yeah, uh, or the Road Warriors and and uh, Sting. Um, here comes a flying forearm. Oh, just a flying just, body oh, press. Yeah, just a body body press. Yeah, Rebo Man was still not to be messed with, yeah. even as Rebo Man, which was a great game. Look at sneaky. Look, he's such a sneak. Yeah. This is the thing, though. It's like everybody, again, everybody needed a job here. Yeah. Because you know, like, they didn't know if wrestling was going to last. This it. was the time where they're like, <laughs> you better have something to fall back on. Exactly. You're going to go into the repossession business. He was in the repossession business. Tito Santana was in the matadoring business. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Texas Tornado. Uh, he was in the tornado business. Yeah, he sort tornadoes. He just uh, left, right, and center. Uh, the Barbarian. We don't talk about what he did. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. He was in. Uh, he was in. Uh, he owned a steakhouse called Barbarian <laughs> Steakhouse. It was, it was good, but they refuse to sponsor us right now, so yeah. we don't talk about. No, we don't talk about how delicious their swords are. Of but beef. we're very open to it. And how they just come and they just, just they just cut the beef off the sword. Oh my god! Isn't they ever go to what is yeah. Brazilian? Chuscaro, I don't know. A beautiful restaurant. I went to one in Niagara Falls. Yeah, I ate myself into a meat coma. I went to one in England. It was just like more. Bring over your sword <laughs> and bring over all the beef. <laughs> how do you get those wings on the skewer? And now bring me a large skewer. Yeah. Who oh, got? Here comes Greg Valentine. The Everybody's poor, favorite aunt. <laughs> the, the poor man's Ric Flair. I love Greg Valentine, too. Greg the Hammer Valentine. It's like, I don't know much of him outside of WWF at the time, but, like, he never really did much of much. <laughs> he was always, like, a mid-card heel when, I grew, about he when destroyed, I grew up. He destroyed Roddy Piper's hearing in the uh, dog collar, the infamous dog collar chain match. And when back was that? In, Oh, like 82? Yes, yeah, so I, I, I was born in 84. Oh, I have that video. Uh, I want to see that video. That should be one that we watch. We could do that sometime, too. We could go in and watch the the uh, old pro wrestling. Uh, Lords. It's called Lords of the Ring. Okay. And it used to be advertised in Pro Wrestling Illustrated all the time. And I bought it recently. I came into the purchase. And this is what this is where he was big? When Valentine was? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. As he was... 
if you look at you weren't uh, you if you weren't you weren't signing the WWE unless you were already somebody somewhere else. That's right. Yeah. Because that's all Vince did was he just raided yeah, the, all the top he talent. A lot of talent. Yeah. Exactly. That's now, why they wanted to kill him. Yeah. For me, Greg Valentine never really like because again, '84, he didn't really do much, but he was always there. Well, you know, he had the figure four, he had the hair, he had the robes, he did everything that Flair did, just not as good. Yeah. You know. So I always looked at him as a poor man's Ric Flair or the WWF version of Ric Flair. Oh, sit down. Look at while that was so great. While Flair was looking at Greg Valentine kicks repo man in between the legs without even looking. Just does it. Just does it. It's instinct. You can't teach that. Repossess this ball shot. (laughs) Shawn Michael is trying to stay in. He's, you know, that's been a, like a recurring thing with Shawn Michaels, except for when he was a rocker. It was very hard to ditch from the Rumble. And when he was in the Rockers, he went out pretty yeah. quick. Here comes Nikolai Volkov. He's a big boy. He is a big barrel-chested of a man. And he was a good guy here. I don't know if he was with Million Dollar Man. I asked Million Dollar Man. I said, uh... I said, you, in this year, you purchased the contract of one Nikolai Volkov for one cent. And I said, do you think you got a fair return in your investment? And he's like, is this for real? (laughs) And then I said, no. And then he goes, oh, well, then let me just tell you one thing. I got more of a return from Nikolai than I ever got from Virgil. (laughs) And I was like amazed because I'm like, wow, he just really, once I said it wasn't real, he knew where to pick up the bat and And fucking swing and just go with the improv. Perfect. Pros. Nothing but pros. Well, Matt, Greg Valentine's got Flair in the figure four. Middle of the ring. Uh, Rick Flair does not know how to get out of the figure four. That's a, uh, that's a Volkov's fact. Volkov's gone. Oh. That was quick. That was like one of those legacy appearances, I guess. At the tail end of his career. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. He's got another 30 years of those. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You ever see that picture of Brutus Beefcake and, and uh, Greg Valentine at the lazy sitting in Lazy Boys watching yeah. TV together <laughs> yeah. with no shirts on, no yeah. shirt like, yeah. and it's like, just like they look like a, a couple, an old couple. Yeah, exactly. It's in the, oh, there he is. Had a love hate relationship with this individual. I love the big boss bad Ray Trailer. I did, but the end of his time in WWE is I didn't like it. What, what he was like the the SWAT outfit? Yeah, that's stupid. You didn't like him you didn't well, like him wearing the, you didn't like him dressed up as the shield before the shield got around to it? Oh that's true, I guess. No. I didn't. Actually though, I like him better than I like the shield in that outfit. Yeah. And just because they hung him, because uh, oh, right. they killed and him. And they stole it and he stole Big Show's dad's dead oh, body. Oh my god. And he heckled him while he was doing it. Through the megaphone. Through the megaphone. Your dad has said you're a loser. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, is that Repo Man? Yeah. Repo's gone. 
And he took the Royal Rumble sash with him. Really <laughs> great. If it's a sweater. Where did this go? I don't even know what guy we're in. Uh, but we got we got a good solid seven guys in the ring now. Yeah. You know, like the the worst guy in the ring right now is the barbarian. And I would not tell him that to his face. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Well, yeah, this is a good assortment. Oh, no, Davey. Davey Boy Smith just went out. 22 minutes for Ric Flair. Uh, 20, 27 minutes probably for, for Davey Boy. Oh, oh carry him on, Eric. Eric's gone. Oh. You didn't even see the funnel cloud develop. No, it's just gone. He just this fell. Is like a clearing, uh, clearing out of the faces right now. They're clearing the ring for some new guys. We're going to come in. Who we got? Oh, we got a double elimination. Shawn oh, Shawn Michaels and Tito Santana. Those guys will go out at WrestleMania this year. Uh, Power and Glory. Hercules. He's very large, too. Yeah. Power and Glory were a good tag team, too. Uh, oh. And, he, and why does Hercules go after Flair? He's like, you need something to do there, Rick. What no, he is looks there? like right now, Hercules, in this, just he looks like Jake Roberts got a hold of some HGH. Yeah. Doesn't he look? <laughs> well, he dropped a few, dropped a few tight, like he dropped a few feet, but he's a little it. shorter. Well, that's why they can't support that muscle mass when you're that big. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> oh. oh. How many times was Flair press slammed in this match? I yeah, back body, we, a couple we, big presses. We yeah. should have we should have kept uh, kept uh, a count. Flair, yeah, a press counter. Barbarians playing to the fans as he does his entire career. Yeah. Come been on, known for it. Oh, and Hercules is just like Hercu- Oh, Hercules tossed him over. And then, no, and Hercules. Hercules is gone, and Boss Man's gone. Mm-mm. No, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, Oh, Rick. no. Uh-uh. Does the Dikembe Mutombo years before Dikembe Mutombo. Hey, here's a question. Do you think they serve Cobb salad at Cobb County, Georgia's penitentiary? Uh, to staff or residents? Just to RJ City. If he went to the Cobb County, Georgia, would they feed him a Cobb salad? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's RJ City. He showed up on the bump this week. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. oh, big boy Bubba Rogers eliminates himself with the ugliest looking splash I've ever seen. That looked like he uh, he's going to be in pain for a little bit. Oh, yeah. He he just pissed blood for three days after that. You don't not. Look at Rick. You're a stud. Flair is in the ring by himself right now. <laughs> looking good, Rick. Now, apparently on recent Stone Cold episode, oh yeah, Flair said he was not tired at all in this match. Garbage. Look at him. He's no, he's, he's an actor. He's great. He's but here we go. These, these guys are best friends. Yeah. Roddy Piper was one of my favorites of all time. I loved his energy. He was fantastic on the mic. He do, should have been given the world. Do you remember when <laughs> Rick, Now, Ric Flair's debut into the WWE... He came into the ring. He was walking to the ring. He didn't even make it to the ring. He saw Piper. He went up and showed him the real world's title. And then he showed it to him extra close as he smacked it across his face. Amazing. 
And then uh, uh, Ruck. Now, is that Henry Winkler standing there just cheering? Oh, I might have been. I missed it. Where? We'll have to come back gonna, to it. But yeah. but we'll. Uh, it looks like that's like looks like him there. I don't think it is, but it looks like him now. <laughs> if it's not, it's his cousin. Um. So Piper and Flair, though. The so yeah, Ric Flair's debut. He just went right after Piper, smacked him with the belt, and then later on, Piper would use a wooden chair and he'd hit McMahon in the back, and it was the first chair shot McMahon took in wrestling. Amazing. And that all happened in Ottawa, and I was there. That's amazing. I would have loved that. I would have blown, would have blown my mind. Like, you have no idea. I would have loved to. Have, yeah. Oh, wow. Piper hits him with a, a reverse airplane spin. And then a sleeper, baby. And then a sleeper. Good old Canadian kid. Nothing to do in Winnipeg except go to sleep. That's why Piper hits that. <laughs> Flair's Flair's almost out. Flair's almost out. This is not fair to Flair. <laughs> he wakes him up to put the sleeper on him again. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Roddy Piper was the fucking best. Oh, now we got Jake. Jake the Snake Roberts, and at this point, he's letting him do his thing. He's like, "Do your thing, man." Do your thing. He's like, "I'm just gonna sit here and watch." Yeah, this is why I Jake. love. I love how he pulls himself up right here too. Like he grabs the top rope right here, boom, he's up. I love that. And this is where Jake had gotten rid of Damien, and he was now uh, using a King Cobra. Yep. What was the King Cobra's name? It had another kind of satanic name, didn't it? Didn't he name all of his serpents? I don't know what the what the Cobra's name was. Mm. Lucifer. It might have been actually. You might have been right. I would I would uh I would call it maybe Martin Luther King Cobra. <laughs> okay. okay, you're right. The Is Martin Luther King Cobra? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the boa constrictors was named Damien. Okay. The D-Venom Cobra was Lucifer. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I thought it was good. I was like, Black History Month's next week. Like, this is so Can't good. <laughs> but I didn't. It's not. Okay. So, but it is Lucifer the Lucifer King Cobra. Lucifer the King Cobra. Look at Piper. Like, right now, these are probably three of the biggest... Rule breakers and cheaters in all of wrestling. Yeah. Like three of the biggest all time heels. And probably like craziest partiers. Yeah. Imagine the party that happened after this one. I crazy. don't even want to think about it. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. The big dumb American holding this wood. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love him so much. The big dumb American holding his wood. Axon, baby. Ho! Oh! Hey, Dusty. <laughs> I'm going to go look for Sapphire. <laughs> I love him so much. You wouldn't say that to Axon, though. His fists are so huge. Yeah. Oh, he just looks like a sweet man, but like a sweet, simple man, you know? He's great. Yeah, he looks like just the best. And he also looks like he could fucking party. 
I oh dude, there's a legendary story. Uh, before, so my friend worked at a bar across the street from the Ottawa Civic Center, or where the 67s play now, and the wrestling was there that night. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan, before his match, showed up before, and he had a 18 double vodka like screwdrivers. Yeah, that's about right. Look at his belly. It's 18 doubles. Yeah. And then he went and wrestled. Uh, he went and wrestled that night. He wrestled in this rumble. <laughs> he wrestled Dino Bravo that night. Oh, I think. Um, Two big beefy boys. Just crazy, just crazy. And not to mention, uh, you know, incredibly nice guy. Yeah. Incredibly nice guy. He looks like one of those. He could be Santa. He's young, muscly Santa right here. I asked him about uh, when he got caught smoking drugs with the Iron Sheik. So basically, uh, Sheik was, um, Sheik just needed a ride. He missed yeah. all his rides. So he so instead of renting cars separate, they said, let's go together. So Sheik uh, had some drugs, and uh, they were smoking some weed as they were driving. And then they got pulled over, and eventually it broke news. And I, I said, what was Vince McMahon more upset about? Uh, was he more upset that you were got caught uh, doing illegal drugs? Or was he more upset that you, you were that you broke kayfabe? Yeah. And what do you think the answer was? Oh, the kayfabe thing, 100%. It was the kayfabe. Yeah, 100%. has yeah. to be, right? That was the day wrestling died. Yeah. Well, when you realize... Wait, the Sheik and Hacksaw together? Unless some really good creative got together after and then turned them heel immediately. Sheik took him out in a car, got him all drugged up, and now look at him. He's a sympathizer. <laughs> you know, that could have been a whole storyline. I think that's what they did with Sergeant Slaughter. They're yeah. they're getting ahead of the story on that one. Yeah, they should have they should have done that with him. Well, Papa Wyatt comes in. Papa Wyatt is his great is his newest name. Yeah, big Papa Wyatt, Erwin R. Shyster. Must be nice that Bray Wyatt doesn't have to worry about taxes at all. At all, yeah. at all. He's like my dad's IRS. Come on, baby. He's like, are you serious? You better believe it. Uh, hey, Bo, uh, can you go get my receipts? <laughs> yeah, I was a wrestler too. Shut up, Bo. Nobody asked you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Bray Wyatt is married to, like, he's married to, I think, Barry, or wait, what? Barry Windham is somehow into that family yeah, as well. Yeah, he's an uncle. He's an uncle, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. so, because the, the, the Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's kid's grandfather is Blackjack Mulligan or something like that? Something. Like, they're like a generational family. They were more than a tag the team. Business. Is uh, the U.S. Express, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 they were lovers. I also like. I also like. That's why Spivey came in later on. You saying? Um, I like Varsity Club. I liked it when uh, oh. Mike Rotundo used to represent Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. Varsity Club. Wow, that's a way back. Those are those tights with Jake though, with the flames and the cobra. They might be one of his best pair of tights. The only tights that I didn't like. Oh, Murder Man, Jimmy Snooker. The only tights that I didn't like uh, or outfit of Jake's that I didn't like is when he was really letting himself go and he had the vest, too. And he looked yes. like a shitty crocodile Dundee. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he came back and he was, like, drinking and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Look, okay, you knew Superfly jumped the shark when he started wearing boots. <laughs> but at one time, Superfly and Ric Flair were, like, even... As far as draws, like, 
Yeah, Before he's, Hulk he's Hogan, the biggest draw WWF had was Superfly Snuka. Yeah. Superfly Snuka really got fucked over in that first WrestleMania. They put him as the corner guy when his spot should have been Mr. T's spot. Well, what ha- what happened there? Like, how how far withdrawn from the incident is that? I don't know. That's a question. Because that, that might have done it. You know what I mean? You know Vince likes you if he covers up murder for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he, he must have really liked But I think that might have done it, man. That'll take you right out of a Mania main event. A murder charge. Yeah. But he was under investigation back then, wasn't he? For Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally was. Uh, Flair and, and, and Piper having a, a, a slap fest. Oh, yeah. The old nose yank. Oh, yeah. Jake the Snake's picking on poor Axel. He just wants to have fun. Yeah, and they're all buddies. Yeah. Like, he came and he brought his Jenga set he wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> you like, have to make it yourself. It's like an Now, how idea. come Piper has not went at Snooker once? I don't know. They got some history. They got some legit history. Yeah. Well, because maybe it's up to Snooker to go to Piper. But yeah. I guess the coconut to the head, he doesn't even need to like, forgive and forget. Maybe Piper just doesn't want to work with him at all. He's like, get away from me, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. The Undertaker. Also, no, this is his second Rumble. His first Rumble was 91. Okay. And he comes out with Brother Love. Okay, yeah. yeah. And he he has a pretty good run. This, I think, is his second Rumble coming out here now with Paul Bearer. Yeah. And I think he also has a pretty decent run here. All right, well. But do you know who his first elimination is, period, Undertaker in Rumble history? Who? Bret Hart. Really? Two-hand chokeslam out of the ring. It was beautiful. Well, oddly enough, though, um... Now, The Undertaker made his uh, debut at the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, came by the egg. Came, no, he didn't. <laughs> I love that he, that was his biggest fear. Oh, there's one person. Was that Jake? I think so. Now, The Undertaker, when he came in, um, he, uh, he was part of the Million Dollar Man's team. And, uh, and, yeah. and uh, Million Dollar Man's team lost that Survivor Series match. And the only survivor on the other team was Brett the Hitman Hart. Look at that shit. So I guess they'd uh, flip for flop. 50-50 booking all the way back in 92, baby. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Undertaker. Undertaker taking a book out of Flair's book. That doesn't seem like something a dead man would do. Dirtiest Pick player in the poor, game. poor, simple farmer in the dick. That's what I'm going with uh, Duggan is now. He's a lumber farmer. He's a lumber farmer? And that's why he brings his product to the ring. He's trying to show it, give it a Ron Popeil. I just thought he worked at Home Depot. <laughs> he might have. I know Jake's still in there. I don't know who Taker got rid of at first. When uh, when Hacksaw Jim Duggan goes to town, they, uh, they, he always goes to Home Depot, and he just buys, like, uh, yeah, give me seven two-by-fours and cut them into the chunks that are about this. And then he goes through the hug as a hockey bag of, like, two-by-fours. That's what he signs. I love it. Macho man, look at him. He was one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Yeah. Just the intensity. Oh, yeah. The intent, Like, he just full-on sprinted to the ring to get choked by the But who is he going? He's going after Jake the Snake, was he not? Yeah, but Jake bailed out. Jake bailed out. Yeah. Uh, because this is after the whole Tuesday, the 
he gave the the cobra to yeah it fed him the snake to, to like he gave that cobra to Elizabeth and uh, Macho Man for As a their, wedding present and then he gave, took it back and then he made him bite him in the arm to talk to giver <laughs> crazy oh no 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 his punches were great too he came like a weird over the top yeah. short punch don't do an elbow drop in a rumble dum dum oh my god it was like what was that it was like AEW did a rumble or something like that. And Matt Bourne. Oh, my side now. Yeah. My side, my side now comes in. He does the thing. And he eliminates himself. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. Was, Savage just eliminated himself. Yes. Not the first time he's eliminated himself out of a Did Royal Undertaker Rumble. Undertaker just eliminated himself too? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Gorilla's uh, letting us know what's going on. He's always on top of things, girl. And this is he's on top of things. His his son is on top of the the uh, contestants right now, telling them to get back. Nice. His son Joey Morella, awesome. the referee who would eventually uh, pass away uh, on um, in a car accident in Newfoundland. Oh, dude, it's a sad story. Yeah, I think he was with Adrian Adonis. I think it was in the same car accident. Oh, no. Yeah, I think it was two or three wrestlers died in it. Moose, maybe, and Fog, Newfoundland. Yeah. All your basic Newfoundland needs in there. Yeah, it's all in there. Piper and Flair are going back at it again. Like, look at this. Like, <laughs> That's insane. Match there. <laughs> He's like, are you all right, bud? Okay, here comes the Bulldog. No, no, I've changed my mind. We're going to hug. I would just be on the ground the whole time in a Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Like I would be in the corner, starfish on the ground. Yeah, like nobody lifting me up, nobody's putting me out. I take. I think a heel should take a similar strategy and kind of do like a self-imposed tree of woe under the mid, like the middle turnbuckle though. <laughs> and like, you can't get me out. You have to unwrap them. That'd be great. Imagine if uh, if a big boss man came in and he just uh, he handcuffed himself to one of the ropes. That's great idea. Yeah, why does he do that? He's dead now. <laughs> good reason. For good reason. Uh, but yeah, we got to see he'll do that. How have we not? I don't think we. Why have we not seen that, Casey? I don't know. The Mountie could have done it. Yeah, or... we've had a few that could have. Yeah. Is there a new cop in? Uh... Oh, he just punched the Undertaker in the dick. Who did? Ric Flair. Oh, he doesn't know that he's. Uh... No, he's, he's kind of. He, he, he's been moving around kind of like weird now. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he's here comes the Bruiser Brody. No, it's not Bruiser Brody. It's. It's the lookalike. It's a lookalike, John Nord. Well, they couldn't really get Berserker. Bruiser Brody. Well, he was dead. Yeah, there's a lot of. He was like a big. Yeah, wow. Yeah. He's a lot. Oh. The Berserker, um, he used to be, he, technically he was a Viking. Yeah. That's the idea behind yeah, it. Viking Berserker. Very, very, very popular today. Vikings. Yeah, he's ahead of his time. Uh, Adam Copeland is a Viking now. Yes, he is. And he's going to be in the Royal Rumble this week. He should come out in this game. He should come out in Berserker's uniform. <laughs> How many people are dead in this ring right now? Oh, let's look. Let's do a count Savage. here. Actually, not many. Nope, just Savage. And Piper. And Piper. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's good. That's good rate. This is, I think, the best ratio we've had today. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I think the Royal Rumbles are usually good for uh, counting the deaths. The bad ones are like Survivor Series. Like, you, you, like Survivor Series is like the ultimate survivor is actually who's who's left in today. It's Ric Flair. Yeah. Like some, okay, so like some matches the team may lose, but it's like, don't be upset. You lost, but really, uh, 20 years from now, you're going to outlive everybody in that match. Certain guys have in certain, certain matches. Guys have, yeah. Look at this triple choke situation. Flair and Piper, uh, Taker and Piper were both choking Flair. And then Taker starts to choke Piper. It's a try choke. Try choke, baby. Who's gone? No, I've never seen that. It's very artistic. It's an art choke. Oh, choke slam in the back. As the trip choke happens, the Berserker gives the choke slam in the back. And here comes Virgil. He's over. Of course he's over. People don't know he's an idiot. Catching him in the tie. Yeah. Virgil, Virgil, I bet you Virgil's the type of person in real life that would avoid the IRS by all means. Uh oh. Taker's got him. You stay in there, Hacksaw. You are America right now. You stay in there. Will you stop it? Oh, Berserker's titty popped out. Oh, Hogan's still to come. Yeah. Oh, look at Irek. I wonder what number we're at. Deep Irek. Um, actually, who just came out? Virgil just came out, but it should say on the Royal Rumble box as we are watching this Coliseum video. Uh, the Royal Rumble presents. Uh, I once, uh, in 1996, I went to a Kiss concert in Albany, New York at the oh, Pepsi nice. One Arena, a.k.a. the Knickerbocker Arena, and all I could think about was, this is where Ric Flair won the Royal Rumble. That would do it. Okay, so how do I see the entrance? The entrance numbers? Yeah. Um, People do this stuff. They, they've got it all written down. Here. Or just grab the... the um, there we go. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Um, 23. Virgil was 23. Virgil was 23 when he wrestled this match? That's pretty young. No, it, it was, no he, he drew. He came in 23rd. Oh, he came in 23rd. Yeah. Here comes the Iron Sheik. Uh, there's like he was walking like a bushwalker for some reason. Oh, now he's doing the bushwhacker walk. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Colonel Mustafa right now. Yeah, Colonel him. Mustafa. Yes, he's got a mustache. Look at him. <laughs> it kind of does look like a bushwhacker right there, bushwhacker Luke. Gonna lick him in the head. <laughs> oh. Now, in the ring right now, you have Savage was a world champ. Yeah. Ric Flair was a world champ. Iron Sheik was a world champ. And The Undertaker was a world champ. Yeah. You have a couple intercontinental champs in there, too, with Piper. Piper. Duggan, I think, was an intercontinental champ, wasn't he? I don't think so. No. 
And then you had uh, tag team champions. Uh, Let's see. Who, uh, uh, Rotundo. Duggan never had a championship title in the WWE, I don't think. Really not. It might have just been one of those, like, stalwarts. Looks like such a good guy. Uh oh. Taker just waiting for the end, waiting for Piper. I remember there was an article one time that says, Shake hands with the devil, and it was Roddy Piper. And now the Undertaker is there to shake hands with him. And he's, he's choking him out. Virgil comes in. Says, Undertaker, can I borrow a few dollars off you later after the show? Ted's not talking to me anymore. Oh, wait. No, he never won a championship. You're right. Here he we go. The first Rumble. Speaking, he did win the first Rumble. But speaking of champion, Rick. here's one of the greatest AWA champions of all time. Rick Martel, one of the best wrestlers. In his model gimmick here. He's in the model gimmick. And he is so good as the model again because he was so good looking and you know he was a model. Yeah, super arrogant. Super arrogant. So he would spray the ring with arrogance before the match. Right. Him and Ric Flair should again be working together and not punching punching him in the head. Yeah, Ric Flair and Rick you know, they used to have a poster of Hogan, Flair and uh, Rick Martel when they were all champs. And uh I used to think that Hogan was the best, but he was, in fact, the least. Yeah. The the Flair Hogan match. I mean, would have been, I well, mean, the Flair Martel match baby. would have been so much better. Yeah. Undertaker. Big choke. Big choke on Savage. Wonder what that was like for him working with Savage when he was so new. Rick Flair is still, he's getting, Rick Martel's like, AWA is better than NWA, and they had their matches. Yeah, they did. I'm surprised that Berserker's still in there. Look at him. He's in there, Huss. Berserker's Huss. been in Duggan's been in there for a while now. Yeah, putting in time, putting in some work, earning that check, baby. Here comes like 25, I think. 25, baby. No, uh, maybe. 24? 26. 26 is coming in. I think Hogan comes in at 27. Hogan is at 26. We'll hear the music. You know what's funny? They're not even playing music back then. No, just a buzzer and then the crowd pop. That's it. No, I like I like it when you can hear the glass. Yeah, yeah that's dun, really good. Look at Hogan goes surfing there. I rank, I rank. Big punch. Big punch. What? Oh, no. Uh oh. I rank. Hogan's using a lot of I ranks for a face. Yeah, Hogan cheats all the time. Brother. My shirt's too tight, brother. I need to rip it off, brother. Oh, no, Rick. Virgil got eliminated. No, you only went through the middle. I saw it. Virgil should not eliminate anybody. I don't think he got him. He's going to get back in. Yeah, because he went through the middle. Thank God. See, Earl's right there to catch it heavy. Thank God. Pop a lot. 
You know who would have been a good tag team? Logan puts out Undertaker. Undertaker and Mike Rotundo right. could have made a good tag team. And they could have been called. And the Berserker's gone. They, they would have been called. Shirt's gone. Shirt's gone. Uh, Undertaker and Rotundo. And I call them Death and Taxes. Yeah. And there's only two things in life that sure. Death. And taxes, <laughs> and 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 Rotunda would say death, and then Undertaker would be like, and taxes. That would have been great. I would have loved that. <laughs> They'd be a good tag team, death and taxes. Hogan, oh, Rick's got uh, Hogan now. Rick and Hogan, like, oh yeah, big chop. Uh oh, the hot dogs hulking up. Skinner, Steve Karen, Steve Karen, one of the fabulous ones, until the hairline started receding. Then he became a bad guy. Yeah, it, it doesn't work for everybody, you know. It works for Hulk, but what's that? The hairline it doesn't work for everybody, you know. It works for Hulk. There we go. <laughs> We're getting down the nitty gritty here. We got Skinner, Hogan, Flair. So one time there was a battle royal in Ottawa, and I told this before. Yeah. Uh, a kid tried to jump the rail and tried to jump get him in the battle royal. He tried to go underneath the bottom rope, and Skinner kicked him right in the fucking head. And just the kid did not get up. He oh. fell and he dropped he outside the him. ring. And oh yeah, yeah, it was nasty. Killed him. <laughs> he pipe- also looks like that guy in Heat, the racist serial killer. Wayne. Uh, Wayne Gay. Gaty or whatever the Wayne guy that they Gale. have to go to the hotel to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the truck drivers. Wayne Gale. Wayne Gale. Gacy. Know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he looks like a lot. I'm trying to see if it's actually him. Oh, Hogan. Double clothesline. This is 30. There he is. This is when he's still a patriot. He hasn't switched. I want my country back. Oh, no, this is after Hogan beat the patriotism back into him. Yeah, yeah, it is. He is. He's patriot again. Yeah. He's just out here stealing valor. Oh, Skinner. Now, how many world champions we got in there? There's one, two world champions right there. There's three world champions going at it. And four world champions going at it. And five world champions. There are five world champions in the ring right now. And the IRS. <laughs> and Roddy Piper, who never held a world title. No, he, he held the workhorse belts. Well, he's Roddy Piper. They should have given him the big strap, though. Huh? 
Well, you know, he, he never was. he never needed it though. He was like stone. He did a lot of like Stone Cold shit before Stone Cold was doing it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He's the OG Stone Cold. I think. I think the OG Stone Cold was Jake the Snake. For certain aspects, yeah. For the DTA, don't trust anybody. Yeah. Being using the snake as the the mascot. Yeah, for that, yeah. But I mean know, more for the like, just be wild, don't give a fuck, like attack people like a crazy man. Yeah. You know that's very that was very Piper's mo at a time. Oh, I think I thought you were describing Stone Cold. Oh no, but that's yeah. He was that same thing yeah, exactly. It's perfect. They're the same guy. Yeah. Well, even even um, just Piper has better hair. Even like Stone Cold has given Jake the Snake the the, the credit as being like the kind of the template, yeah. and then of course the night that he came up with three sixteen, it was directed right at, at Jake. right at Jake. Yeah, they they definitely worked with each other a lot for sure. Here we go. Oh there he boy, Babyface Sid. Yeah, him and his scissors. Goes in through the middle row, not over the top. I, can I know, because he's like a wuss. Body glove outfit? What are you? Surfer? Get out of here, Mike. Clearly, he doesn't care about his taxes. He goes right after IRS. You don't how go after the IRS. Look how hard he's trying. You're the worst. I know. And then he's like, why do they always do that? Just wait till they fall on the ground. They're all Bond villains. <laughs> yeah, they never finished the job. Look at this. He wants a piece of uh, AWA magic, Ricky Martel. And Ricky, the problem is, is he's a heel, so he can't fire up and get a babyface. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. You know that babyface comeback. He's got to take it. Hogan is the most tanned in the ring right now. By several, several shades. Yeah. Close second. No, not a close second, but second is either Sid or Martel. Well, I think it has something to do with the baby blues tights right, right. On, on Sid. But Martel, and look at Martel. Martel, oh, Martel has been living in Florida every winter for Yeah, he's ever. a golden god. Yeah. They all live in Florida now. Pretty Good much. Job. Why would the two America boys be going after each other? You guys well, oh, did you boys. see Sid do the nip up there? Oh, I missed that shit, but yes, yeah, Sid. This is young man Sid, loving softball, loving life. Here's two horsemen horsing around. Just, oh. The bleach blonde baby boys. This is maybe 30. 30? Ray Mysterio? Slick? Oh, the Warlord? Who cares about the Warlord? What a waste. I know, but he was huge. He is, look at, again, it's like Stone Cold got into the good roids. You know what I mean? Like, look how big he is. He does look like Stone Cold a little bit. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. With him, but... Like, look at, just wait till he gets in. Like, Hogan used to run around and be like, the 22-in, whatever, bicep, pythons. Warlord's arms are gigantic. Yeah, look at the size of him. You look at the size of that guy. What's outside the ring now action going on here? Hogan and Flair. Piper is getting double teamed by the Warlord and Rick Martel. The Warlord's 
I'm more like the, the swole lord. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The back in the ring. Big, oh, is this it? Boot, big boot. Boot. The big boot to the face. Hogan's t-shirt hasn't even made it to the audience yet. It's still lying on the fucking apron. He's put in some time, Hot Rod. Slaughter's gone. Hot Rod Flair is still in there at an unbelievable, uh, an unbelievable pace. It's amazing. Um, we also wanted to let you and the folks know that uh, Talking Wrestling, thanks for joining us. For those who are just joining in, I don't know why you're joining in this late, but we are watching the 1992 Royal Rumble. Yeah, the greatest Rumble ever. I am with uh, Reese Turner. Hi. And uh, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan are going to about to face off, which is something they should have done, but they never really did in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's never really been answered why it never happened. Hogan. Hogan. But uh, Hogan wouldn't have had to do the job. Oh, Warlord's gone. Oh, <laughs> Muscles McMuffin is out of the ring. Muscles McMuffin. He's got such big muscles. I think he might be the biggest one that was in the ring today. He is so big. He's like, uh, did you ever see the movie Double Dragon? Yes. Do you remember the big guy that they just turned into a muscle? No. He had like the Mohawk. And like, That's what he reminds me of. Piper and, and uh, Rick Martel, they're both gone. Both just got eliminated by Psycho Sid. Now all champions. Hogan just put his fucking thumbs in Ric Flair's eyes. Thank you. Come on, leave him alone. Leave Macho Man alone, Sid. We're at the final four. Macho yeah. Man, Life's Sid, body is getting dumped. Ric oh. Flair. That, that's, a, that's an elimination by Ric Flair as far I, as I'm concerned. I would concerned. say that too. Big choppy. It's like Flair's getting rid of the mega powers in one night. Yeah. Sid just watching this. Too funny. There it is. There goes Hogan. Hogan, the poor loser, as always. Look at it. He's like your brother's brother. Every man for himself. Big boy. I love it, you curly-haired yeah. mullet. But we were just on Saturday Night's Man event, and we were tag team together. Oh. Come on, Hulk. Let him go. See, this should not ha- This should not count. No. Oh, Rick. Rick oh, no, Flair. Boy, make history, kid. Like, what a way to come into yeah. September. He comes into the WWE. He starts a feud with Piper. In January, he's the champ. He's the champ. He wins the Royal Rumble. And he's going to carry that title all the way into WrestleMania, where he's going to feud with Macho Man. Yeah, and it's funny that he won the, the strap mismatch because Piper won the IC belt earlier on in the night on this card. And he had the chance to win both belts, and he cut one of the best promos of his career before this. That kid's yeah. got a dream! And it was amazing. And then 
he gets fucking done. Well, he lasted a long time. Oh, uh-huh. Sid has got to have words with Hogan. Why Hogan is in the ring at all is exactly. just is does not make any sense. Jack Tunney, get some people in here, Jack. Come on, Jack, keep keep control. Look at Rick Martel was in the Royal Rumble. Meanwhile, oh, his nice. former tag team partner Tony Gurria is trying to break up the fight. Yeah. So is Pat Patterson. Is that Pat Patterson in the middle? I, oh, of course he is. Look That's Rene that. Goulet. He's so little. Goulet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at Pat Patterson there. He just got tossed. He's in the suit with the Reeboks. He knew he was going to have to take a little bit of a almost semi bump. Yeah. It's just this is typical Hogan though. Hogan was like uh, big baby. Yeah, he like when he lost to the Warrior and he stuck around, or when he lost to Savage and then he put his Savage up on it. Like he always had to give that. You know, Hogan yeah. endorsement that yeah. he felt, but he was like, he was just such a poor sportsman-like way to be. Yeah, he was a punk. He was my favorite, though. I was a big Hogan fan. I was also pretty into Hulk Hogan. I got my Hulk Hogan stamp up there. The Hulk Hogan, uh... Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. I think everybody was kind of like a Hogan mark back in the day. People that say they weren't in line. Well, first wrestling card I ever went to was uh, 1986, mm-hmm. and I went and saw, uh, it was the local card, I saw Angelo Mosca. Then later in that year, I would see uh, Hulkamania, and I got to see Hogan wrestle Savage. That's sick. Five-minute match, That's but it was amazing. well worth it. And the undercard, I got uh, Rujo's versus the Funks. Uh, uh, who else was on the undercard? Uh, George the Animal Steel versus Rene Goulet. Oh, wow. You hear him? Mm-hmm. Call him a shithead. Here we he go. Said, I'll kill you. Let's get this here. Hold on. Legendary. Just so. I love that one. 
Put she's that pissed right out. there. Like, he looks pissed. Oh, he is. Yes. Casey Corbin and Reese Turner. I know. And uh, <laughs> dude, that amazing. What a what a show. That uh promo again is uh is just money. Yeah. Um like it's just so 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 good. And uh you know, like just I love it with a tear in my eye. Uh I love where he says like exactly for the whole, like, for Ric Flair's entire career, he's been the champion of WCW and NWA. Everywhere, you know, and all that time that he was the champion there, Hogan was the champion at WWE. So Hogan was considered, you know, the big champion, even though Ric Flair was the better of the two. And it was always like, who's really number one? And I was the biggest Hulkamaniac forever. But then I started reading the magazines and became a, Hor- a Horseman fan and a Flair fan. So by the time Flair was in there, I was a 100% Flair guy. I was so happy to see it, to see him win the title. And like like you said at the very end, the only title that really matters in wrestling is the WWE world title. And if you're not it, you're not it. Like, yeah. And it's still that today somewhat uh you know but uh you know there are other belts and there are other places and that's what makes wrestling great um folks um that's we should just wind this up hey thank you for uh, tuning in with us on the royal rumble uh the next episode obviously will be the royal rumble review uh uh, jeff McHenry will be back for that episode and uh, we hope you guys tune in for that. Um, Reese, what's going on with you? What do you got going on now? Uh, and where and where can we find you online and all that stuff? Oh, man. Uh, find me online at RE underscore Reese T across most socials. Reese Turner on Facebook. Uh, check out my late night sesh. I do Fridays at 10 if you like cannabis and comedy. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. All right. I've checked me out there. Uh you know, bud, check me out. Spotify, uh, Case Corbin. Uh, check me out on Spotify. Check me out on YouTube. Um, gonna have a deal pretty soon. I have a show from uh, Halifax, and uh, it's uncut. One man, one mic, one stage, one night. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna put that up online soon, and you'll be able to check that out on YouTube. Um, or, well, I'll probably have to make it where you'll have to ask us for the link on the Talking Wrestling page, and we'll send you a link, and then uh, I'm going to keep the link private. That way I can keep, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'll, enough of this, folks. Thank you uh, for uh, letting us put a headlock on your ears, and thanks for listening uh, to the Watch Along of the 1992 Royal Rumble uh, for Reese Turner and myself, the Never Sleeps Network. Thank you very much. Have a great night, and we'll talk at you next week.
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 